Good morning, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Football Dads. Alan is a little upset, just a little, at Manchester United's performance, I think, right? I thought we were talking about the leagues, not Champions League. No, 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 not Champions League. Didn't That comes later. And you won that, that in the 90th minute. Comes later. I thought Maybe. you weren't happy with the performance, though. I was unhappy. Well, I mean, they did not play well, but I was unhappy with their young boys' performance. I mean, they won the game against West Ham. I don't care. All right, all right. Um, if they win, ninety fourth minute winner. Alan's happy. No, 80, 89th minute. Ninety fourth minute, minute penalty save. Yes. Jesse Lingard redeemed himself. That's the main thing. Ronaldo told him to celebrate. Bruno Fernandez pushed him and said celebrate. Still didn't celebrate, but I'm sure he's happy. Abdul is always depressed because he supports the world's worst team. Childish team. You? Worst, Childish team. Uh, you mean team? the world's best team with the world's Thank best you, player, John. Vinicius Jr.? Thank you very much. John. No, that, John. John. No, John. We're not talking Thank about you that. Thank you for me up. We're not talking about that. Vinicius was Ukrainian. We're not talking about that team. Yeah, not at all. We're talking about the team that the king himself plays on, Alvaro Morata. Uh, uh, you mean that relegation team? Don't yeah, actually, let's talk about some relegation teams in the Serie A. We've got so Juventus. Serie. We've got Arsenal. Wait, what? Yeah, Juventus Wait, sucks. Uh, okay, we've got Juventus in, ladies and gentlemen, in the relegation zone with zero, zero wins. Damn, 18th place. Uh, yeah, that is I know, I know, Alan. I know. We lost points to a relegation team. Oh, Jesus. At least we were away from home. That kind of, you know, a little bit better. But let's go into the Serie A. We had a good match day, weekday, match day four, weekday four in the Serie A. The first game of the week was Sassuolo versus Torino. This was a post game. Sassuolo and Torino combined hit the post five times with Torino hitting it four times, Sassuolo hitting it once. Um, Sassuolo lost the game. Torino dominated the first half. I think Quincy had a fantastic game, made save after save after save after save. Um, Benero Verdi, which means green and black in Italian, have had a rocky start to the season. They have not, they've won a game, lost two, drawn one. They need to find some kind of form. I think Sassuolo is a good team. They've had a good couple seasons. They've really grown into themselves as a team. And um, I think they're, they're, they're having a rocky start. They just need to get. They're ass in a gear, honestly, and start playing that way that they've been playing these last couple seasons. Um, Berardi has to turn it up. Missed a couple chances. Should have scored. He didn't. Torino got the win. Um, next, we have Genoa versus Fiorentina. Now, Fiorentina won the game. I thought they were going to win the game. They did. They won 2-1, but they looked really shaky, especially at the back. Um Sirigu for Genoa had some fantastic saves. Goalkeepers really showed out this week. Um, he made a save against Duncan. Duncan, who's a Fiorentina player, he's been a midfielder for Sassuolo all around the Serie A. He's a great player. Took a strike with the outside of his foot from outside the box. It was going right in, and Saponara just slapped that. Like, I mean, sorry, not Saponara. Sirigu just slapped that. Get that out of here. Saponara, though. 
scored, in my opinion, a Kaká-esque goal and had a fantastic game overall for La Viola. Cheeky assist to Bonaventura. Me and Mateo were talking about it. A little flick with the outside of the boot, with the outside of the foot. It was a fantastic little assist. He scored um, a curler, finesse shot from the top right of the box. There was absolutely nothing Sirigu could do about it. Um, Genoa had a chance to two, but besides uh, Sirigu and Cristito, the captain, putting away the penalty at the end of the game for a consolation, nobody showed up, in my opinion. Um, Inter beat Bologna 6-1. I'm not going to say too much about that one, guys. They dominated <laughs> Bologna. Um, they, they turned off for one second, and Bologna got a goal. Um, shout out to Arthur Tiates, his debut goal. Welcome to the Serie A, 21-year-old for Bologna. I think Bologna is also a bit of a dark horse. Shout out James Campbell. I know you love Bologna, so give them a little shout out. But uh, they got destroyed, I'll be honest. Dumfrey, um, his best game in an inter-jersey. Fantastic passes, great positioning, both defensively and offensively. He had two assists that game, could have had a goal. Honestly, looking like for like for Hakimi. I think Hakimi is still most likely the better player, but Dumfries at right back is come, really coming into his own at Inter. Dzeko with the best goal out of those seven goals, by the way, guys. I don't know if you saw any of the goals, but he was practically in front of the keeper with maybe two inches of space to look at the goal and still managed to curl it right in. Um, fantastic. Dzeko still got it. You know what I mean? Um. Next, I put Salnirtana versus Atalanta. Um, I feel like Salnirtana could be a great team. They've got Frank Ribery as their, their creative midfielder. He's given them a season. He played the whole half. But I don't know. And especially against a team like Atalanta, I really felt like they held their own as a team that has just been promoted from the Serie B. They are as of right now, winless and drawless. They've got four losses straight. But for a team that's just brand new to the Serie A, I'm not, I'm not that worried about them. I really don't think they're going to be relegated this season. I saw a lot of great um, passes of play, passages of play between the team, between the attackers, the midfielders. And um, I think they're going to come into their own very soon, I'll be honest with you. They could have scored first. They had a great play. Mamadou, who is um, one of their creative midfielders, he had a great game. Um, Joel Obi hit the post for Salmiotana off of a fantastic little flick on from the striker. Um, Zapata and Ilicic, though, they showed Obi and the striker how it's done. Ilicic just kind of muscled his way past one of the defenders, passed it to Duvan Zapata right in front of the goal. Duvan showed his strength, turned around, great control, fantastic strike. Keeper could do nothing about it. Atalanta went 1-0. One, one, one um, Zapacosta plays for Atalanta Chelsea, shout out Chelsea He missed a sitter, so no wonder he's not playing for Chelsea anymore Empoli versus Sampdoria Went how I expected it as well Sampdoria won comfortably 3-0 It is their first win of the season However, I believe they should have had more wins They've got a loss and two draws Shaky start, but I'm not that worried Because they've got a good bunch of players Sampdoria, Kandreva Had a fantastic game Great goal, great assists, throwing it back the years. Um, they dominated the first half. Caputo's quality goal. Caputo's goal showed the quality difference between the two teams, in my opinion. He did a little dribble. The, um, the Empoli defender just kind of lost his balance, and he just put it on his left foot. Bottom left corner. It was a goal every day. Um, with uh, an interloney striker, his name is Pinamonti. He had a... Um, uh, 
What's what's it called? What's the card that they drop at the end of FIFA, guys? Uh, the pink ones. Footies. Footies, right? Yeah. Yeah, he had a footy card. Um, he had his chance. He had a chance or two. But uh, they did pretty much nothing. Sampdoria dominated. You know what I mean? They were just trying to do a couple of counterattacks. Pinamonti tried his best. But if he's not got help, there's nothing much they can do. Um, a historic game in the Serie A between Venezia and Spezia is their first ever meeting in top flight Italian football. They gave themselves wreaths with flowers to congratulate each other. It was, um, it was a fantastic game. Shout out Gianluca Busio, my American brother. Fantastic game. Fantastic game. I'm going to have to watch all of uh, Venezia's games now, especially if he's starting. He had an assist. Beautiful little ball into the box. Like a, a, like a Pirlo ball, a Tonali ball, just floated it right in, right onto the head of, um, um, I forget the, I forget the striker's name, but, uh, put it right in. It was easy. Nobody would have missed that. You know, he almost scored from the outside of the box. I think his uh, teammates really respect him. You know, they, when he asks for the ball, his teammates give it to him, whether offensively or def- defensively. I saw Busio track back. And although Spezia won the game, um, I'm, I'm just going to talk more about Busio. I'm very excited for him. 19 years old. He's starting for a Serie A team. He's got he's a, an good. assist. He's mad good. He's got an assist in match day four. So uh, I'm very excited for him. Um, but Spezia did win it at the death with um, their first victory of the season with a beautiful outside of the box goal. There were That was two, go- two outside of the box goals in that game. Um, Bastoni had a fantastic goal to put Venezia in front. And uh, I'm sorry, Spezia in front. And then Busio's assist tied it up, and then Spezia won it at the death. Any questions so far? Does anyone want to comment? I've just been really going at it right now. I thought it was a fantastic week of football for the Serie A. I'll be honest, guys. I'm not even. I haven't even gotten to the Roma game. Sheesh! But uh, if anyone wants to jump in, please do. I'm going to take a drink of water. Busio's nasty. That's my only comment. Thank you. Okay, John Berto. All right. No one else. Morata's incredible. Yes. Uh, you very really bad. Yo, wait, I, I do have a comment, Serie A related. I saw a report today that uh, Juve are extremely worried because according to DeLitt's contract, next season, a $150 million release clause activates. Yeah. And I just started dying. Who the heck is going to pay $150 million Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? Juve is worried because in DeLitt's contract, this summer, I think, a $150 million release clause is going to activate, meaning that teams could buy DeLitt without negotiating with Juve if they pay Juve $150 million. Why are you being um, worried, bro? Nobody's going to pay that. Exactly. No one is ever going to pay teams are looking at him, though, no? $150 million? It's ridiculous. Not even yeah, remotely. Dude, Koundé didn't even go for $80 mil this summer. You're telling There's me the no list's going to go for 150 next? No way. I mean, Especially I mean, after that wait. Euros. He didn't have the best Euros this, either. Of this, season, this is his last season, no? no? No, it's not his last season. When can he? Oh, so he has one more year? He has like two or something. He's still 2022. Well, I, th- I think he's going to pay that much money. Anyway. First of all, yeah, no one's paying that much money for a center back anyway. Period. No one's Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah. Unless it's like Maldini reincarnated. Yeah, facts. No. Not even him, bro. Nah, are you kidding me? Absolutely. What's the most expensive defender of all time? It's like 85 mil. So Maldini is probably going to be a 150 mil, bro. Absolutely. Who was it, John? I think it was Van Dyke. Van Dyke is like 80. It should be a Van Dyke, yeah. Nah, there's definitely... Actually, no. 
Van there was Dyke, one recent. Van Dyke and Veron, those two are probably. Yeah, yeah, like McGuire was overpaid, but like he's English tax, and he was the most expensive defender of all yeah, time. Van Dyke was seventy-five million. Harry Maguire was eighty. Eighty. Yeah, like the, so. Was no, Harry Maguire? No, no yeah, defender is getting hundred fifty million. It doesn't matter how. The nice fact that Harry Maguire got eighty is hilarious. <laughs> that's wild. It's not a good. That that's wild. not a good vibe. English not tax, good vibe. baby. That's English tax. That's that is that is way too much tax. That is, that is like a four hundred percent tax on his value. He's like a yo. He's like a fifty to sixty million center back. I think. Nah, nah. At the time you bought him, that man was thirty tops. Tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying right now. I'm saying right now. You could probably get. Yeah, right now because Varane is literally caressing him. <laughs> no, no, no. He was good last year. You're so much hating. easier. Uh, you're you're hating wrong. now. He was good last hating. year. And he, was good in the Euro, he was good in the Euros, too. So, All right, all right. Back to Serie A, though. So Lazio played uh, Cagliari. Walter Mazzari is the new Cagliari coach after Cagliari fired their coach after three games in the Serie A. Uh, yeah, Walter Mazzari. so good, right, bro? <laughs> uh, well, they're not that bad, but. I mean, they, they we'll, we'll talk after this game. They're definitely not tragic. Walter Mazzari, he's coached Napoli. He coached Inter, and he sadly coached Watford in one of their worst seasons, one point above relegation or something like that. So not the best coach, not the worst. Uh, Lazio dominated early. Serge Malinkovic-Savic to a mobile, beautiful header, which he would, have, he would have missed if he was in dark blue Italian colors just because Lazio, I mean, just because he mobile for some reason. When he puts on a dark blue jersey versus a light blue jersey, he doesn't know how to play football. Um, but Cagliari, with a stunner within the first couple seconds of the second half, Jao Pedro pretty much chip-headed the ball over Pepe, Reina. Um, the the uh, Cagliari, um, I think it was Kate Ball, they put this, waited for the last two defenders to push up. They pushed up, but not too far enough so that Jao Pedro would be onside. Played a beautiful little chip ball over them, and Jao Pedro just headed it in. 1-1. It's a fantastic goal. Jao Pedro is still second in the league, by the way, for top scorer underneath the Mobile. So good little personal battle that game as well, um, which I thought was was fantastic. And then um, Keita Balde with some fantastic control in the box, made it 2-1 to Cagliari. So at one point, it looked like they were going to win. But of course, you know, Immobile hit the, hit the bar, hit the post a couple times, and then eventually... Lazio, excuse me, got the tying goal with um, Danilo Cataldi in the 83rd minute. And then um, Cagliari went a man down in the 93rd. It got a little scrappy right there. But it ended 2-2. That's a draw for Cagliari. It's Walter Mazzari's first game. I feel like that's something good to build off. Um, Cagliari are 0-2-2. Two draws, two losses. You know, it's still the early days. I think they still got a good team. Like I said, they made some good attempts against a good Lazio team. They've got some good key players. And um, I think they're going to win their next game against Empoli and definitely against uh, Venezia. They're playing uh, Napoli the last game of September. They will lose. Napoli beat Udinese 4-0 this week, a goal fest. Um, I think they'll be really happy at that. Udinese, who's, which in my opinion started the season pretty well, they take their first loss against Napoli, so I wouldn't be too upset if I was Udinese. Napoli are a great team this year, especially with uh, Osimen scoring goal after goal. Koulibaly got a goal in there too, as well as Lozano. It was pretty pretty easy game. I knew Napoli were going were gonna to dominate, you know what I mean? Victor uh, Osimen is 
has one of one of the best minutes to goals average this season. He's scoring a goal every ninety four minutes, and they've also Napoli have also won all of their first four games of the season in two leagues in a row for the first time in their Serie A. So Napoli in the last couple of years, especially before Gattuso left, I feel like we're on the up. I think now they are. I think they've got a good team. So uh, comfortable takeaway from Udinese. And then we've got my team, Milan, drawing to a relegation team. Disappointing result. I thought we could have. No, but in all seriousness, we played Juventus. It was 1-1. Juventus scored first. Um, They were really lucky. We were, I feel like Milan, Pioli told Milan to come out strong, come out hard, dominate Juventus. And it almost worked. We almost scored in the first three minutes. But a corner happened. Teo Hernandez's header just fell to Cadrado. And Cadrado played through Morata before Teo could catch up. And it was a one-on-one with Magnan. And he chipped Magnan. It was a fantastic finish. Well done, Morata. But uh, Rebic, Ante Rebic, the Juve murderer, comes up big. Fantastic header off the bar into the post. Chesney's net. Chesney's looking at the Juve defense like, what the hell? Locatelli had a terrible game for Juventus. Terrible game. He caused the goal to give Milan the equalizer. Thank you very much, son. We appreciate it over at Milanello. We know where your vibe is, my boy. We know where your heart is. That heart bleeds red and blood, red and black, Locatelli, not white and black. Anyway, it could have been a win. Another injury to Simon Kier, one of our starting center backs. Uh, Zlatan is out for the next game. Giroud is feeling better with it. He had a back problem, apparently. He's going to be back in. I think um, Milan, without that big, tall striker at the top of the box, at the top of the field for them, we have a hard time on offense. And um, big shout out to Rebic. Even Pioli said it today. Rebic has got to get all the applause. You know, he's going up there in that striker position, filling in the shoes of a player like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, of a player like Olivier Giroud. And he's getting goals and he's getting assists. You know, he scored a goal against Liverpool. I'm happy with the way Milan is right now. I'm extremely happy. But, but now, ladies and gentlemen, Let's get into the upset of Syria this week with Roma taking their first loss of the season to Hellas Verona. 3-2. What a game. What a game. Davide Faroni for Hellas Verona scored. Gianluca Caprari and Lorenzo Pellegrini for Roma. Ilicic scored an own goal for Roma. And Barak in the 49th minute scored Verona's opener. Inter got the first goal. They looked dominant. They had more shots in the first half. They didn't get too close to the goal, though. They had more possession in the first half. First half, it was a different Roma team. They got that first goal, and they felt, in my opinion, they felt this is going to be calm, easy. Verona's going to throw things at us. We're going to be able to defend it easily. Nothing's going to happen. Within four minutes, Verona equalized. And I'm sure Mourinho's on the bench, on the sidelines, walking back and forth, shouting his orders, maybe just looking and he's got that face of disappointment and anger. But it didn't work out for, for Roma. And I have to admit, I thought Roma were early title contenders. But watching them slip and fall against Verona, I mean, Verona in the second half had more shots, had more possession, had more passes. Verona looked like they were being coached by Mourinho. So I'm sure Mourinho and the, and the, the Roma players will look at that game, look at their mistakes, and I will 
be desperate to see their next game against uh, Udinese and especially the Derby on Sunday against Lazio. So, and I think that'll wrap it up for the Serie A. Does anyone have any questions? Immobile is still the top goal scorer. I said that. Luis Alberto is the top assist. Thank you, Liam. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, he was being... Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to keep going. So, we got another two assists. <laughs> nah, La Liga should go last. Alan, please tell us what happened in the Premier League. I'm doing you, clown. Wait, wait, you didn't do clean sheets. Come on, Liam. Um, what are you doing? I know it's not Handanovic. That's another 10 minutes of him talking about goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could go back in a couple seasons and look at Donnarumma's clean sheets compared to this year. Now nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that one. Right. I went hard because I thought it was a great week of football. But go ahead. Prim- Alan, tell us what's going on in the prim. Okay. Um, wow. How can I top what was just told in front of me? Um yeah, you- so on Friday, you had Newcastle Leeds play a 1-1 draw. Nothing too crazy. It was a good game. The same excellent goal was nice. Brentford beat Wolves as they continue the successful season. Arsenal gets another W to go back-to-back. Liverpool, which is now Yay. top of the table, actually, on 13 points. Or actually, it's Chelsea now. But they beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Man City drew Southampton 0-0. Man City looked awful, by the way. I don't know if you guys watched the game. They didn't have a shot on goal. The entire game. Yeah, no, they had won. They had won. It was they were trashed. I mean, unbelievable. That was like bad. the first time in a while, right? Yeah. Wait, they don't I mean they lost much in the beginning of the season. But um yeah, they look bad. Um Watford beat Norwich three one. The god himself, Pookie, gets on the score sheet once again with a nasty finish. <laughs> Emmanuel Dennis, who was on my fantasy team as well, with a nice goal. Thank you. Uh Aston Villa beat Everton three 0 Um it was not Everton at full strength. There was no Richarlison, no Calvert Lewin, and no Pickford. So like Take that with a grain of salt. But a good win for Aston Villa. Uh, Leon Bailey finally looked good. Brighton continued their super hot streak into the season, winning 2-1 against Leicester City. They're actually fourth on the table right now after five games, Mm -hmm. which is something else entirely. West Ham lost. I'm sorry, go ahead. What did you say? Danny Welbeck is back, baby. I mean, Danny Welbeck's played well for them. Neil Mopay again on the score sheet. I had to pick him up for my fantasy game, too. Um... Man United beat West Ham 2-1. Uh, Man U deserved to win the game for sure. Um, if yeah. everybody went to look at the statistics, they had over 60% possession. 10 shots on target to like three. Um, ben Rama scored a really lucky early goal in the 30th. And then Ronaldo uh, leveled in like the 35th, 36th. Uh, and then in the 89th, Jesse Lingard um, won it. Uh, he didn't celebrate because um, he went to West Ham alone last year and played really, really well. And the fans really like them. So yeah, I they, think um, they, they said out of right respect, he didn't. Yeah. Um, I saw some people like giving a lot of flack for it. I don't know if it was deserving of like all the crap they gave him. Like it's not uncommon for a, for a guy to do that. Um, if it's a team that he cares about. Uh, but yeah, um, there were like Michael Owen said something crazy. He was like, he deserves to be benched. I'm like, all right, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. I was Bro. like, uh, like they're going I mean, too far. Be realistic, he will, it makes sense though. Like if Ronaldo scored against uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League, that wasn't a final winning bro, goal. Bro, I don't bro, think he would that, that, that's that much. different though, bro. That that's different. 
he would is, not. No, I mean period. at the same time, though, I don't against when he scored when he scored the goals against Man U, those like two time. I mean, with Juventus, he celebrated in a yeah, but Abdul, a weird fashion way. At the same time, I understand. Like, bro, he was I there all alone. Dude, he was people. there all alone. He should have just celebrated. Yeah, but he's like really the only guy that gave a shot. I understand Abdul, but at the same time, Lingard was at a really bad place at that time. And West Ham and the fans showed him like what it is to be a footballer again. So for him, he has love in his heart bro, for that club. Some teams, some teams have decent fans, bro. West Ham has decent fans who actually care about their players and stuff. So that's cool. Big teams like Man U, especially Real Madrid. Don't even get me started. And then today, mm-hmm. not today, this transfer window that just happened with Ronaldo leaving Juventus, it made me realize that Juventus fans are shit. They're ungrateful little bums. Okay, but that, that's fair. But that doesn't mean that West Ham fans are. But you're going. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm saying I'm saying they're decent fans. I mean, they they showed exactly. him love when he came in, and he was, and it was at West Ham. It was not at Old Trafford. Yeah, so he, he decided not to. I mean. I mean, he, he should have just jogged to, to the corner or something. Or, he walked like, over. Just, it's not like he didn't do anything. Yeah, they but just he put his hands up. He, he was, I mean, I, I don't mind it, bro. I respect him for it, honestly. But I could see why Owen and other people say, oh, like, yeah. nah, because I, I don't it's think Michael Owen would celebrate if he scored against Liverpool. Yeah, but at the same time, they don't understand what that club meant to Lingard at the time. Yeah. No, no, just, no, yeah. I understand. Exactly. Bro, I'm, 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 mad I think they're I'm actually glad that he didn't want to celebrate because I, I know what, like, what he went through with Manu. He was benched a lot, not playing much. He was depressed. He even said it himself. Like, he was depressed at one point. Yeah, he lost like, his... I'm sure, like, he lost the bench for, like, two years. Going to West Ham. He lost uh, people during COVID, too. So less he, was, than, he was really depressed. Yeah. So. Like I said, anyway... I just I thought the 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 animosity he received was a bit unjust. But anyway, uh, Tottenham then got hammered by Chelsea three 0 in a defensive showing where two center backs and a CDM score their goals for Chelsea, which is a problem because if their defenders and CDM are scoring goals, then who's going to stop them? Um, they're probably going to. My guess is they they might win the league. It's I mean, I, no, honestly, dangerous. I don't think so because they're re- they're real. Um, the real match that would show how good Chelsea will be is against Man U. I don't know, Man City. They're da- weekend, they're dangerous though. Like so, they they are. No, they dangerous. are. That team that team is ridiculous. Even the bench, the bench itself is good as well. Lukaku. But we'll find out if they're about puts it, them if on another really, stratosphere. In my oh, opinion, because yeah. this is a Champions League winning team last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a crazy. I think they're even better. I think they're even. Honestly, I think they're even better now. Way you could say now. COVID and like they had a relatively easy path to the final because they kind of did. I mean, they didn't yeah. have to pay that many amazing teams, but like this team is good, like really. Yeah, Lukaku, good. crazy. Yeah. Um, there was a they were missing team. a striker, honestly. Like there was a that cra- Lukaku. There's a crazy so stat for this year that Chelsea and Liverpool. Every time they've every single week they've played, they've had the exact same scoreline. Oh, yeah, the three 0 right? Yeah, so or like two 0 so, I think I've seen so what you every, about, every yeah. single time. So Chelsea won three 0 Liverpool won three 0 Last week Chelsea won three 0 right. Liverpool won three 0 Then they tied each other one one, and then they won. Wait, you two, said you said last year or this year? This year, this like I thought it was this week. year, like from yeah, yeah. from Liverpool, game one to yeah, like so game, game five. Game one it was three zero Liverpool won three zero. Game two was two zero Liverpool won two zero. Then they played each right. other one one. And Chelsea won three zero. Liverpool won three zero, and now Chelsea won again three zero. Liverpool has won three zero as well. So they've literally just 
played and tied each other. <laughs> they, they, they've they've yeah. had the exact same outing every single um, every single match match week. They've had the exact same uh, outcome. So yeah, honestly, um, the Premier League is crazy this season. Yeah. So yeah, yeah just to, to finish up league. the stats for this week, and then I'll go over some games for next week. Uh, goals is a three-way tie between Antonio of West Ham, Bruno Fernandez, and Mo Salah on uh, four each. Um, ben Rama and Calvert Lewin and Cristiano Ronaldo, Damari Gray, Lukaku, Sadio Mane, Neil Mope, Ismail Assar, and Jamie Vardy are all tied for fourth <laughs> on three each. Uh, assist is Pogba, who has more than double the most, the, the next highest guy. Pogba's got seven. Antonio's got three. Jesus has got three. Decore and Kovacic ran out with three each. And then clean sheets, uh, Ederson and Allison are tied each on four. And then Lloris, Mendy, and David David Raya, yeah. I think he's Brentford. Yes, he is. Is three each. Is three each so good for him. Yep. And then... Um, just a quick shout out. I know De Gea only has one, but De Gea has been good so far this year. So something deserves to be said about. No, Gold good. against West Ham was not his fault at all, and he also saved the penalty in the ninety fourth minute to save the game. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this stat. Mark Noble has not missed a penalty since twenty sixteen. Before that, which is ridiculous. That's a long. That was time a bad penalty. penalty. That was a bad. Penalty. It was not a good penalty. A it really was an easy, easily savable penalty. It was still hit hard yeah. though. It's his job to save it. But he had not missed a penalty prior to that in five years. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Which is crazy. And there was a there was a little problem with him coming in that late and taking a penalty yeah. straight off. Yeah, there were that was a really bad substitution. The problem is, is that. Antonio is their other penalty taker, and Antonio was suspended. They should have given it. They should have given it to someone that was already on. They're the not field. good. They they are not good penalty takers. If you look at their stats, they have a lot that suck. Like that are yeah, really yeah. bad from the penalty spot. And Noble, like so you I give said, it to had someone that hasn't it. touched the ball. The only time. defense of that is he hadn't missed the penalty in literally five full years. No, yeah, it makes sense. That's yeah. a lot. That's a long time. Nice. Five years is crazy. <laughs> Just a little. Like, yeah, but Jorginho yeah. and Bruno Fernandes are considered, like, penalty specialists, and they both missed last year and last month. Right, yeah. Like, he does not miss penalties for whatever reason. That's, like, his go-to thing. Um, so then for next week, the big game is Man City-Chelsea, obviously. Um, Man U plays Aston Villa. That's, I mean, Brentford-Liverpool, I'm excited to I see. That's just because I want to see them play, Brentford, and then ob- yeah. that's all for Saturday. And then, because be Ivan Tony, by the way, looks nasty. Yes, sir. He's he looks wrong, dirty. I, they, they, the hate he was receiving, saying that he was just too, he was just big and strong, and was beating up the championship. They're dead wrong. He's nasty. Yeah, um, I like him. And then the other big game, obviously, is the North London derby with Arsenal versus Tottenham. With them on opposite Yo, trajectories honestly, right now. Hon- listen, listen, honestly, that Arsenal Tottenham game is going to be so good. I'm not even trying to like like talk crazy. I don't know. Talk crazy, but I think it'll be a really good game. Watch. I think it'll just be fine. Like, I don't think it'll be good. Yeah, I tell me why. It's either. I think it's either going to be a whole bunch of goals. I mean, bro, obviously because of the hate they have towards each other. That's one. Two. Yeah, but neither one of them play a sexy style at all. I know. But right what now. I'm saying is because of the big team players. Look out, Lukaku. Where am I at right now? Um, Kane, <laughs> Son. Lukaku? Those two, bro. Those two. I think they're either gonna found. It's either tie him finding their form again and go extra hard and see what they're made of, or Arsenal 
doing that instead. My only counter to that, though, is that Tottenham plays an ugly style, and Arsenal is not. It's played super defensive. Like they don't play to score multiple goals. Like they they right. scored that nice Odegaard goal, and then like if you watch the rest of the game, they created chances and all, but like they they're not looking to score five goals a game. Oh, like it's not going to be a sexy game. We should have scored so many, but we have strikers. Yeah, just yeah. They just don't have, have, no, have they have no attackers. Well. Like no the strikers are trash. I mean, yeah, yeah, they have. You know, Aubameyang, Lacazette. No, Those dudes no, are no, trash no, no. now. They're, bro, especially Lacazette, bro. What is Aubameyang's like, FIFA 22 rating, by the way? Just in the West. They left him at that? Oh, I believe, I, like, I haven't heard anything. Uh, let's but, see. His thing's in 85. 89 pace, 85 shooting, 75 passing, oh, wow. 80 dribbling, 35 defense, and 69 physicality. Hell yeah. Beside the, beside the shooting, we're so, cool. But um, Wait, yeah, eighty five makes sense. Eighty five. Eighty five. Um, <laughs> yeah, like eighty. He has really that's low dribbling though, which is going to make him unusable though. He always has low dribbling. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not that he's a bad dribbler. I guess he just doesn't really he? like dribble. In much real life, ball. he does dribble though. He, he has no? seventy seven like, agility, sixty seven balance. Oh god! Oh wow! He, isn't he tall? There. He's like six feet tall, right? He's six two. He's tall. Yeah, yeah, he's tall. That's why they. That's why they disrespect his agility and balance. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it for the Prem, though. I mean, next week, you know the games, uh, league leaders. Uh, hopefully, Man U can continue their fine form. Oh. We better be Aston Villa because we got a bunch of bad games coming up soon. Isn't Aston Villa a decent team right now? Yeah, yeah, not bad, but Man U is, should be fighting for titles. So, Yo, real quick, guys. No. Okay, never mind. Is it about Italy? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, go it's ahead. actually a question ahead. that uh, one of our listeners had. The okay. top five leagues, League One is no longer there. The Portuguese yeah, we, league. Actually, we know. Cause time out. Time out. Be- league One is back, baby. What you mean? The King Lionel Messi has returned. EA, oh, EA and FIFA said, oh. hold up a second. We have, we have talked about back, it. Baby. The only reason that that happened, Liam, was because um, the French teams did not qualify for the Champions League, and every Portuguese team that was available to qualify for the Champions League made the Champions League. Yeah, not facts. That's but like Monaco mean. fell out; they lost but and did not okay. qualify for the Champions All League. All I'm saying is, a viewer said we should talk about. A listener said we should talk about the Portuguese league now that they are officially the part of the top five and not the French League. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't think about that and at the end. I'm sorry, listener. You we used to, but like... No more, baby. I feel like we should have it so that one of us is... Ahead of the league on? Correct. <laughs> Wait. No, actually, we should, no, we should listen to the add viewers. It'll be we should add it to my end part. Yeah. We should no, make no, no, the John. viewers no, 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 send in some questions. No, actually not. No, I agree. I'm actually Abdul, SMD, but I'm agreeing with Abdul. John, no. No, we're not doing... Uh, you're being a bad boy, John. You're being a bad boy. We listen to our listeners, John. We don't listen to other football dads. The bottom 14 teams in the Portuguese League are ridiculously low level. All I, have to say, f- all I have to say, though, Liam, is Ligoon is back, so we don't have to do that anymore. Okay, you heard it first here, <laughs> listener. I tried. <laughs> I'll still speak about the Portuguese league at the end. John Brito say he doesn't want to do it, okay? Uh, so listen, the, your complaints, no, please send it to Liam John never stays to the end to listen to my part, but, you know, oh, I will do it. Uh, wow, <laughs> now that's just wrong. Um, what did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, I heard you, but they were talking over you. 
I was going to say that um, ever since a Tottenham fan tweeted that they were at the, the league, they were at the top of the league. We hadn't scored. They scored. They were undefeated. <laughs> they hadn't been scored against. We were at the bottom. They were at the top. It's been completely they reversed. Scored. They haven't scored. We've scored. We've won two. They've yeah. lost two. They've lost two. So, yeah, yeah. All you Tottenham like fans said, out there, SMB. They're, they're on opposite trajectories right now. Yes. Shout we'll out, see, though. Shout out to my sister's boyfriend who's a Tottenham fan. Big L for you. Oh, well. Take it on the chat. That's just masochism at its finest. <laughs> we just enjoy pain. <laughs> team is born to lose. There are certain teams, I believe, in this world that are just born to lose, and that is one of them. Yes, I couldn't agree more. So, so Messi like, and the Orlando Magic is trash. No, no. Orlando Magic are born to lose. Yes. But yes, I digress. That's it. I mean, we've covered right, we covered it? the league, league results, the league. T- oh, I'll, I'll just do the standings real quick. I'm sorry. So there's a, a large tie at the top. It's Chelsea's top of the table uh, on 13 points with Liverpool and Man U also tied on 13, but goal differential, et cetera, has caused that to be a breakup. Brighton Hove Albion is fourth in the Champions League spot in 12. Man City is fifth on ten. Everton is also is sixth on ten, and then you have Tottenham on nine and seventh. West Ham on eight and eighth. Funny enough, Brentford with eight uh, in ninth, and then Aston Villa rounds out the top ten with seven. Yep, that's about it. Yep. To the next. League. Since we're talking so much about league, John, you want to talk about the uh, how great Neymar is? Yes, I want to talk about how heartless Neymar is. So, as we all know, the first FIFA team of the week comes out this Wednesday. And my boy Lucas Paqueta scored a banger, destroyed Donnarumma. Donnarumma had no chance, making it 1-0 at the Parc de Prince. And then... Donnarumma could have saved that, actually. No, nah, because Pakitas is too nice, and Donnarumma only cares about money. So <laughs> hell yeah, John, I'm liking what John's saying right now, gentlemen. Pakitas scored a great goal in the 54th minute, and Lyon were literally defending so well until Neymar drags drags a Lyon defender down. That that defender did not foul him at all. Neymar Bro, literally grabbed him in the pen. back of the neck and fucking dropped him. It was ridiculous, and they gave a penalty to Neymar. Obviously, he tied it because he didn't miss pens. And then in the last minute, the literal walking traffic cone was able to win PSG the game. <laughs> Mauro Cardi. It was very disappointing for Lyon. Um, I'm on my PSG hate train right now because I really wanted that pocket tie in form for the first week. But it's probably going to be like an Acardi or something awful. But yeah, it was a last minute play. Lyon really dropped the ball. Um, I still think it was kind of unjust, that penalty, but it is what it is. Uh, Mbappe, shout out to Mbappe just because he's, I think he's like four goals, three assists, and he's absolutely just killing it this season uh, from the start. So elsewhere in France, we had Marseille getting a nice 2-0 win. Um, Diang bagged his, Diang, who is a Marseille youth product, he's a, I believe, a left winger. Had a brace last game, and now he just scored another goal. So it's his third goal in two games. And then Harit, Harit, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, He scored uh, the second Marseille goal to uh, lift him to a win over 
Rens. Is that the same? Sorry, John. Is that the same Harit who used to play for like Schalke before? Yes. Yep. That's the exact okay. same one. He recently transferred to Marseille, yeah, so gotcha. first club of the team. And he's been playing pretty well. Um, so <laughs> Lille's start to the season continues to be absolutely awful, as they lost to Lens one nil. Um, they are currently sitting in fifteenth place. Very in very very bad shape for the for the reigning champions, um, and then you know once again the reason why they are doing so bad is because they lost their coach who went to Nice, and uh, Nice and Monaco tied two two in a very entertaining game, which saw basically I think it was Monaco scored first, Nice tied, Monaco scored again, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice had made it 2-1. Two, two, yeah. Monaco tied 2-2. Two, two, and then Nice had a pen, which uh, Amine Guri missed. And so they could have came out of it with a win, and they would have remained absolutely undefeated, but they got the draw. They still haven't lost. They yeah, still yeah. haven't. They're still, yeah, they're still, they're still undefeated, undefeated, but undefeated. this is a, it was a setback for them. Yeah. And Monaco has also been having a pretty bad start to the season, but uh, I think it's pretty good for them to have tied with Nice, who look way better than they do. But Monaco's actually in 14th. So Monaco 14th, Lille 15th. Uh, really not a good look for those two. Uh, Strasbourg got an easy win. What's up? What's up, Liam? Just to comment on your on Lille, I'm looking at um, the coach who replaced that title-winning coach. And. Besides Bordeaux in 2016 to 2018, he's only coached League Two teams in France. Mm. And then he goes from Bordeaux to a League Two team, and he coached Bordeaux in 2016 to 2018. Now, don't quote me, but I believe Bordeaux was most likely in League One during that time. And then after that, he drops down to a League Two team to can come back up to Lille. And I'm just wondering what, why, why would Lille give up that coach? Because I know that coach. I forget his name right now. He's a great coach for... No offense to this guy, but a mid-tier coach after such a great, prolific season. It just seems like a bit of bad business to me. Yeah. I also think it's probably money, no? Probably. I mean, Lille, Lille has the knack for selling their top talents, and I guess his coach might have been touted as the top talent. I'm sure Nice offered him a boatload of money, too. And he had just won the league with Lille. I guess also on his end, you know, you, you leave on the highest of highs, right? No. Chances of them yeah. repeating that yeah, are true, true, true. very slim, so... He was like, I've made history here. Let me go begin my new chapter elsewhere. But He's like, now to bring Nice to a... To, to a I mean, yeah. how many teams are you? Good start. I mean, three wins, two draws. No losses as of yet. Oh, yeah, I know. Only two only goals. Only two goals scored against, yeah. Which For some bad. time, they were the only team that hadn't conceded in Europe. Yeah. Um, and they let it happen. They, and they let in the two against Monaco. So literally just... Oh. I'm very sorry... To interrupt, uh, and this will be the last time I do that. But I just was reading about something, and it got confirmed for me. So, y'all heard about what was going on with James Rodriguez, right? Wait, wait. Before you no, go into that, real on? quick. Why is he leaving? Before you go so, into that, wait. just just to finish on the league, real quick. That coach took that second league team to ninth last season, and then Lil decided to hire him. So I don't know. That's just strange to me. I guess ahead, he did well enough with to ninth in league two. Or yeah, league ninth in league two, bro. To then jump to League One on the title-winning team. That's yeah. strange. Go ahead, Alan. My son is high-key friend friends with the, the management. Yeah, so, yeah, they so like, Hans- at the high school together. 
So, James Rodriguez was obviously upset. For those of y'all who don't know, uh, James Rodriguez is a midfielder who plays for Everton FC, but he also was a star for the Colombian national team and Real Madrid prior to that. Uh, a former Real Madrid manager, Carlo Ancelotti, moved to Everton to coach and brought him along. Um, and then Carlo Ancelotti, who, by the way, is a bit of a snake for what he did, but Real Madrid offered him the managership after Zidane stepped down last year, and he took it and ran. And Almas Rodriguez is really upset about that. So he was apparently so upset that, like, he's already he's re- he refused to come back to the team. So they tried to swap him for Luis Diaz, if y'all know who that is from Porto. For those Porto, yeah. for that for that fan who asked us to talk about the Portuguese league, um, Luis Diaz is a winger, a Colombian winger, Colombian national, um, and that fell apart. But now it's gotten so bad that they're getting ready to let him walk to a club in Qatar yeah. for free yeah. just to get his wages off the books. Yeah. I I don't know about you guys. I complete. I mean, I understand why Hamas Rodriguez upset at Ancelotti. Yeah. But what a crappy, crappy way to go about get forcing a way out. Like, what a shithead. Like, like, what is, is wrong? He, with isn't he like in his twenties still? I think he's like closing in on thirty. Oh, he might be thirty. He's thirty. Now. He's, exactly Bro, he's going to get. Yeah. All right. He's he's either getting. It's paid, not even about bang, that. Bang. Yo, at what point do you like not have any pride? Like, come on. Like, you really, like, you had a good season last year. Bro, Everything was honestly, really close to finishing in European places. And he had that moment on Twitch where, like, a fan asked him what he thought about the game, and he didn't know what team his team was playing against that weekend. And, like, that was bad. But, like, if it's bad enough that they're letting you walk for free just to get your wages off the books, that's ridiculous. I'm very sorry. We don't normally talk about transfer news this late in the year, but, like, I was just finishing reading about it. It's horrible. What a piece of trash. Yeah, he's going to go to well, the car. For yeah, that's week. really unprofessional from uh, Rodriguez, i got to admit. Now he goes, he goes to a third world country, bro, getting paid money. We just no passion, no, no love of the game. That sucks. <laughs> Wait, where's he going? Qatar. Qatar, bro. Qatar. That is wow. the worst. That's a terrible league. It's that's crazy. Money Milan, bag. we're actually money bag. thinking. Money bag. Milan, bro, we're looking at him in this. Yo, like China. it's funny. Like a new China. No, no, no. But John, here's the difference, though. Like, he was a world class player being played world class money to play world class football. Yeah. Real Madrid paid him not, millions upon yes, millions Madrid. when he got there. Yes. Everton was not paying him like that. No, no, he was I, not know world that. Class I know that. But he, well, he no, definitely he got like here. triple what he was making at Everton for this Qatari team. I'm Maybe sure. Players crazy. But yo, when people go to Qatar to make money or cutter, as it's called, I'm pretty sure. You're absolutely they right, Alan. I just I refuse to call that. Bro, it's <laughs> the guys who go there and get paid that money, John, are the guys who can't get paid where James Rodriguez will get paid in the prep, if that makes sense. He can get paid so much more. And he's, oh, okay. he's, he's, been on the, he's been on the decline for so long. It doesn't, oh, no, he it doesn't was matter. These guys are always looking to set their families up for generations, as they should, because they all come from poverty. A lot of South Americans do it. I mean, Oscar is still in China, just yeah, raking in that money. He's probably made more. He's probably made like almost Neymar levels of money in his entire career, even though he plays nothing close to what Neymar. You know, like, like I said though, Oscar again is a step players. below. He's a step below James Rodriguez, bro. At one point, James Rodriguez Yo. was probably top ten in the world. That World Cup, yeah, was, maybe that World that Cup, that yeah. one World Cup, Alan. But it's, after it's that, that, it's that gone. One, no, it's that whole. No, year. and it was the those following two years at Real Madrid too. He was the no. amazing. He went off. 
No, no, he, he, he was not, amazing. He was never top ten. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with John. He was I first year. He was good. First he was great for Madrid, and he was literally the best player in that World Cup. He, our okay. goal he scored the the touch and turn was the best goal I've seen in a World Cup since that like, Bon 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 goal. He, I'll give him second best player at the World Cup because Messi was definitely the best player in 2014, carrying that woeful Argentina team to the final. Mm, okay, I guess I'll give you that. But he was, couldn't I, even I, carry Colombia the past the Brazil. They got seven one. Let's just put oh, it that please, way. Come on, John. Thomas did get the, I think Thomas did get the full boot. He did get the gold boot. And he even played two games more than the rest of them. Right, and, and for the World Cup, he was amazing. And that's why he got his big move to Madrid, where he had a mm-hmm. decent first season. Nothing where was crazy, he before? And then he was just bang average. He was at Porto. He was bang average afterwards. Yeah, I wouldn't say bang average. He, bang was, average. he was bang average at nah, Bayern Munich, nah, 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 bro. Nah. He didn't really do much He was Bayern okay. Munich. Yeah, no, no. It was Again, there was a spell. Down, I actually forgot he went to Bayern Munich. No, no. Munich there was a Madrid. spell where he was really good for Bayern, and then they benched him. And that's what happened in Madrid, too. He was really good for a few minutes. And right, they that's because him. he played well. So they benched. They played, he played bad, so they put him on bro, a bench. There's a reason that FIFA has him multiple times at like an 89-rated card. He was that good. Well, okay. but your opinion? anyway, yeah. I mean, no, FIFA put him at that. But I'm, I obviously said I, I said at one point he was done. That's my opinion. I'm going to look enough. up his cards now. Now that you got me thinking. 88 was the highest rating he got. Uh, okay. While he was at Bayern Munich. Because he had Which one crazy. really good season with Bayern Munich. Yeah. And then... He did have that 93 flashback this year, though. But he was a good player. Like, I don't think he was ever, like, top He was class. <laughs> he was 87. Yeah, he was a good player, but top 10 is where you lose me, though. Yeah. He's and actually I think where Monica. he is now, he's declined a lot. His decline is bigger than his incline. <laughs> I don't Bro, I he think has, he, he hit lowers more than he hit highs. And going to Qatar is great because he's going to make a lot of money, and he doesn't have to shine. Right, the pressure on him at Everton was going to be extremely big. Now he can yeah. just go and just what chill pressure? And make money. He had a child predator as his backup can, bro. What pressure? <laughs> Every there is no pressure. pressure, especially when you have that name. Yeah, and so you're you the starting can. Never say there's no pressure. Bro, you're, you're, and I remember what people you, thinking bro, Everton could challenge for is that like my top backup three. dude. My back, well, they were close to top four last year. All exactly. I need, all they needed to say was that my backup guy literally was a child predator, and all the pressure's gone. No, I don't think certifiable. Nice guilty cigarette. Definitely doesn't work like that. Guilty cigarette. I couldn't couldn't focus this season. Our team was in turmoil. Okay, enough about James Rodriguez. That man is old news. And yeah, and that definitely that guy. Back to the true fifth best league in in, in the world. Benjamin Strasbourg got a three 0 win versus Mets. And Vladimir Petkovic got his first win as Bordeaux coach after six games, finally beating, well, getting their first win versus Saint Etienne, who is in second to last place. Saint Etienne are looking so bad this season. Probably one of France's most historic clubs. I believe they have the most Ligue 1 titles in all of history. And they are, it's an awful start. It's only six games. I'm not going to say they're going to get relegated, but. They're they don't pick it up. They still don't have a single win this season. Only Juve is uh, going to get relegated. They desperately, yeah. Fingers I, crossed. I hope they do. Fingers crossed. Uh, Nantes uh, absolutely destroyed um, 
Who, John? <laughs> that name is like the Anger. league or on years on years on gear on gear four one on gear um in which uh, i believe moses simone is now has five assists this season in yes sir. three games which he's is on, really impressive Paul Pogba. <laughs> yeah. Paul Pogba. and then troy is uh tied one one with montpellier and clermont's got a draw with Brest. Another come from behind for them. Yep. Clermont Foot, some way, somehow, still maintaining themselves near the top of the table. So, at the table right now, uh, I guess it's important too? to note PSG at, at the top won all six of their games. Uh, Marseille in second with a really good start to the season four wins, one draw, and then should be one loss, but I guess they're going to replay that game versus Nice. Uh, Lens, surprisingly, in third. On Hairs, on Hairs. Angers? I'm going to call them Angers. Fourth place. <laughs> uh, nice dropped down to fifth after their, uh, I guess they, two draws in a row, I believe. Claremont foot in sixth, way better than anyone expected. They're doing really well. Um, Montpellier is in eighth. Lyon's in ninth. Nantes is in tenth. Lille and Monaco, 14th and 15th. And then just Stade Brestois, Saint Etienne, and Metz in the relegation zone. Uh, Once again, Sansa Sansa really needs to get it together, man. I wonder, does Ruffier still play for them? I think he left. I think he left. That's like, a good question. Angrily, so I think there was like... Yeah, he's not there no <laughs> Yeah, something like really... No, apparently he still plays for them. No, he's retired. Oh, I think he retired. I, I feel like he retired in a really bad light. He joined his hometown team, Bayonne, as Bayonne, a New Jersey. No. Yeah, so he was dropped. Last season, he was dropped um, halfway through the season uh, because he got into a fight with the manager. And then uh, in twenty, and then in January, they announced the termination of his contract. He's only 34. Out, and he's supposed to be like, I guess, I, I thought he'd be a legend for them because, I mean, he played for them for a long time. He um he's only thirty four. Yeah, ten years. He spent ten years at Saint Etienne. The manager was they kicked Claude him out. Puel, who coached Leicester. Yeah, that's a sad way to go. Yeah, over three hundred caps for him too. Arguably, you know, even 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 worse than how Casillas left. Yeah, Saint Etienne and uh, Marseille are tied with ten leagues, by the way, John. So they are the both most decorated mm. teams. Gotcha. Yeah, and then just top scores, Mbappe. Four goals. That's it. Absolutely killing it. I'm not even going to mention anyone else. <laughs> Top sister, Moses Simone, five assists. Yes, and Mbappe's right there at three. And that's it. <laughs> no one else can see much. All right. But, uh, yeah. Mbappe's having a great season. Shout out to Simone for having all those assists so early on. And shout out to Clermont Foot's Elbasan Rashani, also having four goals. Yes, sir. Good start for him, too. Guiri for Nice would be the top scorer had he not missed the winning penalty uh, at the end of Nice's game, but he's also at four. Sad. Yep. That's all I got for Lagoon. On to uh, Vinicius. Yes. Future Ballon d'Or. Vinicius League. God. Listen, shout out to Barcelona and Atletico Madrid for dropping points. I like that. That's shout out to Joe energy. Felix for getting one of the funniest. He got it. it I, no I, I, I'm gonna make the argument that like he didn't even deserve the yellow he got. 
Yeah. Because that guy did. was tugging his shirt. He and was grabbing he... his whole life. Yeah. like he, So for he, those who didn't see the game, it's crazy Joe Felix foul called against him. Got, well, say Joe Felix got into a tussle with someone. Joe Felix running with the ball. The guy was grabbing his shirt. And I guess Felix basically tried to smack his hand away, ended up smacking him in the face. Um, but I was like, you know, the guy's grabbing your shirt. You're just trying to like, it wasn't on purpose. He wasn't purposely trying to hit the guy's face. He was just trying to get the guy to stop holding so his like goal, the ball. Yeah. Um, so then he gets a yellow, like Felix gets a yellow for that. And then rightfully so complained. And the ref didn't even hesitate, just instantly pulled out a second yellow and just boom. Crazy. And just, I think Spain has a pretty, well, a very bad, their refs have an awful reputation for just being overly dramatic and just dumb. I forgot who I think. He's get that. I think He's it was get Dembele. That big Dembele, I think, straight up told the ref, like, you're doing very bad. Like, just those words. No cursing, nothing. Just like, you're doing very bad, and he got an instant red. So, these refs really don't that have That'll get appealed, though, I'm assuming. I, really, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think Dembele was able to appeal. I, I the ref was offended enough. They, have, they still have to decide how long his, his ban's going to be for before that even happens, so... No, I heard there's going to be 4 to 14. I know, but I'm saying they have to figure no, out well. if it's going to be 4 or 14. It's ridiculous. You know, they have Wild. to figure It's ridiculous. All right, we'll get Anyways, started. continue, Abdul. All right, so as of right now, Vinny's team, the team that he made. Vinny's league, um, Vinny's world. Is in the first, Vinny's life. first place right now, Real Madrid. And then we got Atletico Madrid with 11 points. And um, Valencia team that we struggled with actually they put in work. Real Madrid barely, barely passed them. Yep, thanks to Vinny. And um, thanks to Vinny, of course, with a goal and assist, <laughs> some goat thing over here, mate. Um, and then we have Real. CC died with 10 points, Athletic Club with 9, Sevilla with 8, and Barcelona with 8. So I'm glad Atletico Madrid, bro, honestly, I feel like Real Madrid could mess around and run the league and hopefully the domestic league as well, Cups, because from what I'm seeing, only Valencia and Atletico Madrid. Um, I would put Sevilla in there too. Sevilla's like the mm-hmm. dark horse. Barcelona's not even in the race, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, they're gonna not. Get, like, they're struggling bad. They're already dude. talking about firing Coleman. Barca aren't in the race until they fire. They signed half their team. Granada. They're in 17th place. I mean, yeah, it's too early to kind of say, oh, they're in 17. They're trash. But still, you're Barcelona. You have... They don't have a great team, but they do have a decent team. I, I, think, I don't think... I think they, they won't become better unless they fire Coleman, if I'm being honest. They Barcelona has a, defender? a future. Like, how is he even a good coach? He's got because a good of center back, no? He is a center Coleman back. was a center back, right? Yeah, yeah. he was a center back. I don't know. How did, could, how did he even get his license, bro? Like, his whole <laughs> tactics. No, I, mean, and... I think he's had some some good... If I recall, like he's not, he's not seen as a bad coach historically, but obviously as a defender... Yeah. He has a very defensive way he tries to play. Yeah. But if you watch them play Bayern, like it was ridiculous. Like they defended. At least it was three goals, though. <laughs> it just it feels like yeah, it feels like there's no plan on like attack. We'll call it that way. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like that is to true. Buy-in. That's true. You know, yeah, hope it's for just the like best. hope for the best. Yeah. 
Also, they, it's, they, it's do have, they do have like injuries in, in tough places too. Like you have Aguero, Brathwaite, Dembele, Fati, Pedri, and Jordi Alba. All with yeah, injuries, bro, that's all. Which, which is tough like, because uh, uh, Alba is not even a good defender. Yeah, but he's better than what they, they have. They have no <laughs> decent defenders. He's in my opinion. They, they just have attack. They have great no, attack, no. That's they, they're, 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 Eric Garcia is not that bad. Yeah, he's good, and PK is, is decent. And they've been playing with three in the back, I think, the past few games with Alaba out and stuff. So, I mean, I can give them the benefit of the doubt, but I still really do think that they'll be below four, maybe. This, uh, I, I think they'll finish Champions League. What do you think? Do you think that they'll take Champions League next season? Yes. If they keep Coleman? Yeah. They have, to, they have to get rid of Coleman right. fast, though. You know what I think they're waiting for? Do you think they'll let him? Oh, oh, yo, honestly, John, isn't you know Conte still for? in the market? What if they let him go and sign Conte? Nah, that'd, that'd be, be interesting. Wild. But the problem with Conte is that Conte's, he has a very specific yeah. style, which requires very specific players. And I'm yeah. not sure if Barca has those players. Also, Conte um, has specifically said he wants to take a full year off of coaching before he goes back into it. That's what he said. Yo, imagine they like they call Zaydan <laughs> and he accepts, bro. I'll, oh, no, he would never. Nah, wait for that front. John, oh, God. You know I think could happen. Imagine. Um, I don't know what PSG would do. PSG fire yeah, Poch. Pochettino gets fired. And, and Poch go, and then they fire Kuman and get Poch. Ooh. They do the switch real quick. Nah, but, but that, that'd be. You're switching take, the coach for another Kuman. coach who plays the same style. I'm saying PSG don't take Kuman, though. They have to find somebody else. But I'm saying. So I'm, people I'm people are saying, like, like PSG, PSG fire Koch, they might try to offer Zidane. Like but, a, like, I heard Zidane's a Marseille man, so he wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, is he still waiting for the international job? Yeah, plus he's waiting for yeah that. dude, but the French Federation's, like, fumbling the bag right now. That's okay, though, yeah. John. We're going to lose in October. We're going to get out of the Nations Cup, and it's going to be over. Life is going to be restored. It's going to be perfectly balanced, as all things Life should. You're going to shithouse your way to a Nations Cup win, and then you're just going to be crying and Play saying I'm going to put a trophy on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it doesn't happen. France be, lifts another trophy. I'm going to be crying of sadness if they win. All right, now, Mateo, real, 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 real talk. If France go to 2022 and pull, up, pull off the World Cup win just like they did in 2018, mm. will you then – Except Deschamps no. as the eternal French national team no, coach. Never. Two I, World Cups, bro. No, he, yeah, he might be. No, and this is why. What? Because France is carrying him. He's doing nothing. He's putting players That's in positions, fair, but he and he's like, but how can he lead? How can you lead the country for two World Cups? Right That's place, right time, I guess. Because oh, yeah, but two World Cups. Like the first one, like this first one, this first, nah, first one. Abdul, it's simple. I won't get that. It's, it's simply because of players thing. named Kylian Mbappe, Paul Pogba. I know. I know. Now Kareem Benzema gives the tactics. Have, He's literally giving tactics. They no, don't play with each other that much. No, they don't right, look, each other look that much. Look at how terrible the chemistry is. A one duel, and look how much they have to do to create the chemistry. Is A one. This isn't the international episode. We're getting off topic. They're so bad. All right, we have so much. Up, we have so much up, time. Let me finish up. I mean, Kevin Benzema is there too, so yeah, they could win the World Cup. Big Benz, but Big Benz with six goals right now, and like five assists penalty. or something. And yeah, five assists. Ridiculous. Eleven goals Vinny, in like five games. Vinny with five goals and one assist. And then Angel Correa with three with Eric Lamala. I think he's doing a thing with. And they're not even penalties. They're like open-ended goals. Lamala, which yeah. is. 
Uh, Mela, that's what I said. Did you? Did anyway, you and then you have Cancelo Girich tied with David Garcia, Alfonso Espina, and Carlos Soler with three goals. And then for assists, we have King Benz with five. You got the guy, what's his name? Monian? Did I say his name? Uh, what's his name? Um, Munayin. Yeah. yeah. With three, with two from set pieces. What's crazy? Kremlin's and his assists, they're, they're all not set pieces. Like, they're all, like, play assists. Yeah, they're all looking. And the rest are twos and ones. I could have sworn Vinny had, like, three or four. Are they not giving him his assists? No, he only has one assist. He only has one, yeah. Oh, I'm tweak. Oh, yeah, you still, right. five and one, one is better stats than he's had, like, the past... Three seasons combined. Yeah, Benzema's rating is the top right now. With it's close to nine, and then you get Frankie Dijon with eight, and then Vinny with eight point two, which is cool. I I gotta give a shout Um, out to Levante for having probably the best transfer window of their life on September. Don't they have the greatest center back in the world right now? Yes, sir. They signed (laughs) Mustafi. Mustafi. Yes, sir. Levante's about to win the title. This could be a new. New era yes, for Levante. Levante is about to win the title. <laughs> but um, other than that, man, my league is looking spicy. I like the first eight teams are all really close to each other. This can be a balanced league again, in my opinion. Because Messi, back then, Ronaldo, they just... I mean, that that's for Madrid. They all just had players that just racked up numbers for them. But now I think Benzema will be up there. You got the pie that will fight for the Golden Bull as well. Suarez will be up there. It'll be an interesting season. Yeah, it's been just close. I'm, I'm scared. Madrid's not been. I mean, yeah, they're performing, but they're performing after like 75th minute. <laughs> like the game against Valencia, bro. Vinny scored in the 86, and then Benzema 88, and then let me see the past couple of games. Um, and then we have against Inter 1-0. Guess when did we score that? 89th minute. The only game that I felt good about was Santa Vigo, 5-2, but we were also down at some point. We were we were down 1-0. And then we have and then and Real Betis, 1-0, and then we tied against Levante. Goats. Nice. So, like, they're not, they're not, like, defensively, well, I think we're doing well, in my opinion, but attacking, also we're doing good. We're just coming out late, which is not good at all because I could really violate us at the end. Yeah. But that's it, man. I mean, I think it's looking good. We'll see what this new week coming into. All right. Let me get into this this Bundesliga. On Friday, Guther Fruth lost 2-1 to Hertha, 2-1, sadly. Um, Then you had Armenia tied Hoffenheim 0-0. Osberg beat Montagladbach as Montagladbach continues to be terrible. Bayern Munich said goodbye to Bochum. They lost 7-0. The god himself to promoting decided to score a goal even. That's when you know it's real. Um, Mainz and Freiburg tied uh, 0-0. I'm kind of worried now that I see this. It says Jerry St. Just was the man of the match for this game. I'm quite worried because he already has 91 pace and he's 77 rated. Oh, so they could give him a crazy boost of a team of the week. That might be a violation. Um, 
Köln tied uh, Leipzig. Leipzig actually had to come from behind, which is terrible because Leipzig's continuing on their slide. They're 1-1-3 this year, winning 12th place. Um, on Sunday, you had Leverkusen beat uh, Stuttgart 3-1. Dortmund beat Union Berlin 4-2. And then Wolfsburg tied Frankfurt 1-1, thanks to Weghorst scoring in the 70th minute um, to continue their undefeated streak. But Bayern now hops in front of them in the league. Uh, they're both 4-1-0. Bayern just has a goal differential of 16. Meanwhile, Wolfsburg has 5. Um, they both have 13 points. Dortmund is third with 12. Then you have Leverkusen and Mainz with 10. Freiburg with 11 with with nine and six. Köln in seventh with eighth. And then you have Union Berlin and Hertha in eight and nine, both with six. You have RP Leipzig in 12th with four points. And then you have Frankfurt in 15th with four points. They don't even have a win yet. They have four draws and one loss. And then you have Molten Gladbach with 1-1-3 one, one, with four points as well. They're sitting 16th currently with the um, – they're in the relegation playoff qualification thing. And then Gutha Fruth doesn't have a win yet. They have one point, one draw. Um, sad that they came up and they might go back down. Their next game is against Bayern Munich, so I'm very worried for their health, um, especially after Bayern violated their – Companion in 17th place, Bochum, 7-0. I'm very afraid. Um, for their stats, uh, er- Erling Holland is just not human. Um, he has can, I, can I say something real quick about this guy, man? No. What do you guys think? First, is he better than that inform card week one is going to be wild. Wild. But what do you guys think, oh, though? As much as I like Mbappe, bro, Holland is ridiculous. It doesn't matter. You're getting both next year. Continuing. I heard about that. <laughs> so you have Holland and Levon both tied at seven. Then you have Anthony Modest and Patrick Sheik with four. Um, you, then you have a very long tie with uh, Florian Wirtz, Musa Diaby, Serge Nabry, Weghorst, um, and Taiwo uh, Awuni with three. Um, and then for assists, you have Kramaric with four. Florian Wirtz, who has three goals, he has four assists. He's 18 years old right now. He's absolutely balling. We're going to see him with the future stars for sure. Um, 18 years old, uh, German, uh, plays more of the camera. Four games, three goals, four assists. Balling for for, um, for Bayern Leverkusen. And then you have Holland, Kimmich, and Born Sosa on Stuttgart, tied with three assists as well. And then for the... Um, clean sheets. You have a the mines keeper, Robin Zenter. In five games, he has four clean sheets. Pretty solid. Then you have Castiles and Raphael. I don't even know this last name. I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, who plays for um, Augsburg? They both have three and five. And then you have Neuer, Flecken, Bauman, and Ortega Moreno with two. Um, yeah, pretty much wraps up. The good old Bundesliga. Um, yes. Yes. Um, I feel bad for all the uh, Jan Summer fans. He doesn't have a clean sheet yet. Hopefully he'll he'll stay that way um, because he's just OP. And I don't want to see him in my packs this year. That's for sure. 
<laughs> no, no more summer, please. Uh, I'm gonna get so many summers. But Mans is an 85. He's dropping out it? of it. He's an who, who, who also was the player that appeared so much? I had so many. I mean, I opened packs for days because I had so many packs. I'm excited for this FIFA though. Pitching for for Wednesday to come around, man. It's it's become so serious, football dad listeners, that John took off of work. No way! Oh, oh, I know so why. FIFA. Yo, Mateo is a priority me. <laughs> because like, FIFA like, in this chat like, what time, is life. What time are you going to John's house? I was like, I don't know. I, we all have work, so I don't want to show up too early. <laughs> and tells also, me John called out for. All right. For I, FIFA. I, I you guys I are making it seem way worse than it seems. I, no, I have vacation days I need to get rid of because I'm leaving my job. It's bad, I have vacation boy. days I need to, to, to use. He's and leaving I his job, chat, because he's becoming a full-time FIFA streamer. Full-time FIFA streamer. Sure, so go follow, <laughs> for for go follow him. <laughs> John at L'Oreal.com. Thank you. You're welcome. John Flamengo. Facts, I forgot. John Flamengo at L'Oreal.com. Yeah. John Gabigol, Flamengo, Pearson. <laughs> That's a long ass name. I can't find him. We, we forgot. We forgot. Right. Sorry. You missed out, Pearson. We forgot the league. That's apparently more important than Ligoon. All right, so I got this. Benfica is undefeated, six and zero. Porto and Sporting are also or undefeated. Or is he finally killing it? Yeah. He, he, he's gotten the pieces together finally. Sporting, so, very awkwardly, Flamengo Flamengo's supposed to buy a team in Portugal named Tondela, and they're in dead last. Mm. Awkward. Seems like we won't be buying them anymore. Well, you buy them, and then you send Gabby Gall over there, and he brings them back mm. up and ends up winning the league. Gabby Gall sucks. He didn't score yesterday, so he sucks. This is true. Gabby Gall mm. does suck. John is the best kind of fan. I'm channeling my inner Abdul. I'm channeling my 27 goals in 27 games this season. You, you were talking about him mm-hmm. earlier, Alan, but Luis Diaz has five goals. He's really Apparently, good. Yeah, he's How's Taremi doing? I thought he was also one of their top scorers. Um, I just checked the Luis top scorers. Luis nice. Uh, you have Luis Diaz with five. Darwin Nunez for Benfica with four. Franz Navarro, who plays for Gil Vicende with four. Andre Lewis with three. Antonio Mar- uh, Martinez with three. Army um, has three as well. Yeah. Pedro Galvez, who's the young kid, with three. Uh, Taremi has three as well, John. So you have three Porto players with. I mean, you have Luis Diaz with five, Martinez with three, and Taremi with three. So they're absolutely balling. Waldschmidt has yeah, two. Diaz has been the best player in this season so far. Waldschmidt has two, Alan. You have Darwin Nunez with four, and then you have hey. the, the stack of Waldschmidt, Veris, Wait, what? Simo, and I thought Rafa. you said he left. Uh, yeah, I thought Waldschmidt left. He did, but yeah. he still is up there for two goals. That's hilarious. I'm dead. <laughs> That's, That's how nice he, he is. He's, he's just so good that he's just <laughs> still up there. So, Super nasty. remember this name. Benfica's defender, Lucas Verissimo. You're going to see him a lot in FIFA because he has 81 pace. Who? Um, as a Brazilian center back, oh, 79 yeah. rated, 81 pace. Lucas Verissimo. He's also really good. He's 23. Oh, he's, that player, he's been Benfica. He's been arguably Benfica's best 
um, best defender this season. I, I see a very Edermilly Tao-esque ascension for him in terms of he'll probably go to a pretty big team either next summer or two years from now with how he's been performing. He's already been he's already been called up for the national team, and it seems like he's going to be a mainstay now on the bench after Militao, Marquinhos, and Tiago Silva. He can um, sit next to Jerson because Fred has his spot locked down. You're hilarious. Lucas is 26, John. Well, mark my words, he's going to be on a big team before he's <laughs> by the time he's 28. Yeah, he'll play some years in in, in, a, in a major team. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. He's literally a center back, and he has two goals and an assist in five matches. Wow. Alex Tellers used to like lead the league in scoring though, but I mean it makes sense. That's true. Man had fourteen goals and fifteen assists the year we bought him. What kind of nonsense is that? And now he sits on the bench with Donnie Van de Beek. Well no, he's out injured. He's not (laughs) playing right now because he's out. But yes. Who thought Luke Shaw was gonna come back and actually figure out how to play again? It had been like five years. Definitely not me. Alex Tellers would not have gotten that handball though. That's true. Alex Hellas would have used his ponytail. I'm we're we're very stupid as football dads because we didn't even talk about the Champions League that happened. I don't really want to talk about it, so I've been avoiding it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, um, it was in the back of my mind because Liam was talking about it. Yeah, so. Sevilla and Salzburg yeah. opened it up one-one. Young boys oh, absolutely God. dominated Man U two-one. Uh, the menu was trash. Yeah. That game, oh my god! Yeah, they all bad management, to be in my opinion. beaten. Oh my god! They should have had their wages docked for the month. Juan Bissaka absolutely dominated with a red card. Um, Bayern Munich, Yo, Bayern what? Munich things three oh. zero. Sorry, I'm red. continue. No, it's all good. I was just, it's probably a red, but like I could also see that as a yellow. <laughs> it, it could be given either way, but I but he know. went straight red, right? Yeah. And they just didn't reverse it. Yeah, yeah. They didn't reverse it. So yeah. they, they, it's hard. They, it's hard to reverse something like that. Yeah, they they saw no clear and obvious error, so they just said, "Eh, it's a red." I don't know what Juan Basaka was doing though. Like your touch was <laughs> trash. Just let the ball go. Yep. Um, Barca got thrashed by Bayern three zero. Chelsea beat Zenit in a kind of late goal by Lukaku. Um, Zenit kind of held themselves down. Um, Dynamo Kiev and Benfica tied 0-0. Wolfsburg and Lille tied 0-0 as well. Um, it really opens up that group crazy. They all have one point, so it's very exciting because Sevilla and Salzburg also tied. So it's all just ones around the board. Um, Malmo lost to the Kings of Italy, Juventus, um, 3-0. <laughs> what? Uh, continuing, Atalanta tied uh, Villarreal 2-2. Wait, what do you say? I said the Kings of Italy, uh, Juventus, beat Malmo 3-0. Listen, man, I don't care about anything except the fact that there's a new sheriff in town, all right? Yes, sir. Dortmund beat Besiktas 2-1. Holland <laughs> scored again, and Jude Bellingham dominated. The best team in the entire Champions League, FC Sheriff. Shit on Shakhtar, 2-0. They beat the crap out of them, by the way. I don't know if y'all watched the game. They (laughs) literally dominated Shakhtar. Um, It was sad. They actually lead the table. Real Madrid is behind them. Go figure. No surprise there, we know. Um, 
<laughs> Real Madrid beat Inter Milan 1-0. So Sheriff is just better than Real Madrid. That's what it means. Lucky um, win, too. Atletico Madrid and Porto. Lucky, yeah. Yes. I mean, yo, that Inter, goal was lucky, based right? on goal differentials, though, Inter was supposed to score three that game. Like, of expected goals. But that goal was lucky? It's not to do with that lucky. It's the fact that they didn't score at all when they had expected goals of three. Well, they need to get good then. Fair enough. I mean, regardless, it doesn't change the luck, though. Um, There's no such thing as luck. What? Uh, Porto and Atletico tied 0-0, even though Atletico probably should have lost. Um Taremi had a goal ruled out in the 80th minute, and then um, in the 95th, Mabiba got a red card, um, just for fun, you know, just last minute things, get a little red. Um, Club Rouge absolutely dominated and tied 1-1 with um, PSG. They actually looked pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Um, they, they pressed PSG a lot more than I thought they would. They, they didn't let the PSG get comfortable at all. Um, Liverpool absolutely thrashed um, the second king of Italy, Milan, um, behind the kings of Italy, Inter Milan. I mean, sorry, Juventus, not Inter Milan. They're trash. They're going to get out in fourth place this year again. Um, Tomori got an, It was actually a very good game. Tomori got an own goal. Then Maingon decided to be a, goal, a GOAT. And save Mohamed Salah's pen. And then Inter... Uh, Inter. Why do I keep saying Inter? Fuck. Uh, Milan went up 2-1 right before the half. Four minutes after the second half, Mohamed Salah said, I'm going to make up for that pen and scored. And then Jordan Henderson just, just scored a half volley off the corner. I mean... Um, in the 69th to beat Maingal. And they ended up winning 3-2. Um... How often does Jordan Henderson score? And add to that, how often does Jordan Henderson score half volleys from outside the box in the Champions League? He scores timely goals, I'll say that. But he does not score often. And when he scores, yo, it's usually a banger. Yeah. But it's rare. Liverpool did press, even though and, uh, and even though AC did like play well. They, they, nah, they did well, but you did a pretty good recap, Matteo. But just to give a couple details, first fifteen minutes, Liverpool all over Milan. Milan looked like a bunch of kids. I'll be honest. If it wasn't for Tamore and if it wasn't for Mangan, it could have been three 0 within the first fifteen, like one thousand percent. Me and Dad were watching it, and we were like, "Yo, we're gonna get destroyed. Liverpool are gonna tear through Milan, and it better be a wake up call." But they missed a Tamore. Was I mean, I, I'll be honest, bro. I saw Mangan yelling, tail, tail, tail. Like, get your head in the game. I saw him yell tail three times. The camera showed it. And Tamori was yelling at everybody. It wasn't until Tonali came on and, and Kessie started to turn up the gear a little bit that Milan turned the tables. It wasn't until that. But Liverpool are a better team. You can see the pace that they played. I mean, it was... The, yeah, the, the pace between they play in the Premier League versus how Italian teams play in Serie A is just miles different. Yeah, I mean, it's amount, just attack, of, attack, attack. Of, yeah, the amount of pressing that they put on. Yeah, the press was, was crazy. and the pressure is insane. Yeah, there's and a lot of bus parking in Italy. That's how we caught them, though. That's exactly how we caught them. When they pressed, they pressed too high. Revage found himself open. No, Beautiful no. goal. And then they pressed again. Beautiful counterattack. Um, what's his name? Um, um, the Scottish guy. 
Robertson made a good goal line clearance, oh, but right, then right. Brian Diaz just put it in because they had too many numbers in our half, and we countered beautifully. But all credit to Liverpool, though. They're a great team. They beat us fair and square. Yeah. But, yeah, good recap. Um, Ajax thrashed Sporting 5-1. Sebastian Haller decided to be a howler. Um, scored four goals. Um, wild. Um, and then for the last game, Man City absolutely dominated and thrashed Leipzig, 6-3. Um, I can't lie. Uh, Grealish got his first start in the Champions League and scored and assisted. Um, but I guess it, to take it with a grain of salt, Leipzig's uh, player Christoph Nkunku scored a hat-trick. So, I mean, good for him. They kept it pretty close until the 75th where they let in their... the It was 4-3. Nkunku scored in the 73rd, 4-3, and then... Cancelo scored 5-3, and then Jesus scored in the 85th after Angelino got a second yellow and a red card. So, too bad. Um, it was a pretty even game, actually. Um, 50, 50, like 50%, 50%. Um, Angelino had a bad game. Tyler Adams, it shows, has a pretty bad had a pretty bad game. Mukieli had a own goal. Not a great game. And Gulasi did not have a good game either. Um, it's going to be tough for them to come back especially in the group that they're in. Um, but I think Man City, PSG, next Tuesday is going to be an absolute banger of a game, um, especially for Man City, because PSG looked absolutely horrid against um, Club Bruges. They just couldn't figure out what was going on. They they couldn't get comfortable. They couldn't have their, their, like, their possession game. They couldn't do anything. So it should be an interesting time for them um in two weeks time we have ix plays Besiktas, shakar plays inter dortmund play sporting porto play liverpool milan play atletico psg play man city leipzig play Cl- club bruges and real madrid play the best team in the champions league fc sheriff and then you have wednesday you have the second set of games atalanta um, atalanta young boys zenit malmo Bayern against Dynamo Kiev, Benfica against Barca, with the state that Barca in, that's actually going to be a really good game, I think, Juve against Chelsea, Man U against Villarreal, Wolfsburg against Sevilla, and Salzburg against Lille, all pretty solid games, those last couple ones, um, otherwise, Europa League got underway, I don't, I haven't really watched any, I mean, Lyon won, Rangers lost. Monaco won. Unfortunately, none of our teams are there. Yeah, right? So it's like, not really... Otherwise, one of us would at least be keeping up to date somewhat. Napoli and Leicester tied. Frankfurt tied. Um, Galatasaray won. Marseille tied against Locomotive, I guess, which is surprising. Um, Celtic lost. Real Betis and Leverkusen won their games. West Ham took their W. Um, Genk also took their W. I know this is a very important um, competition to talk about, the Europa Conference League, because Tottenham's in it, and they played a flawless first game in tying Ren 2-2. Trash. Um, That's a tough team for that league. I can't believe they didn't thrash them. Ren is not a bad team, though. That's surprising that that team is there. It doesn't matter of a team that claims that they're top six 
even though they have. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying they years. shouldn't beat them, but like that's like that's un, un, unlucky because like there's some way worse teams in the Europa Conference League than that. Yes, we'll see. Um, Roma absolutely dominated their game five one. I don't expect anything less from a team like Roma, especially in this kind of competition. Otherwise, a bunch of no names in this. Sh- <laughs> I can't even lie. Um, Salvia Prague won, which is good for them. Um, yeah, otherwise, not much else in in the world of sports. Um, Flamengo is going to win the league. Um, they're going to win the Copa America. They're going to win life. That's what they're going to win. Flamengo until we die. I know John is very ecstatic. That's why he's not talking. He's just crying because he knows it's true and how incredible they are. Um, it's and, true. Yes. They play Barcelona next. All right, so we're going to cut that off, right? No. They play Barcelona next in the uh, Copa Libertadores. Barcelona got relegated from the Champions League and brought down to the Copa. So they'll be yep. playing each other Copa's there. the second place. Exactly. We're actually going to be at a Red Bulls game while that game's going on. So I'm going to we'll, try to watch so it on my we'll, phone. We'll be watching yes, we our, will be. David Luiz might get his uh, first start. We'll be watching that game as we're watching the Red Bull get absolutely thrashed by... NYCFC are going to steamroll the Red Bulls. I cannot exaggerate. Yes, enough. sir. Not exaggerate. Emphasize. Super exciting. Smile. Uh, quick question. Are we ho- are we rooting for New York Red Bulls? Or we're we... just there to watch the game, man. We're just we're, there to enjoy there soccer live. I, I have the NYCFC jersey. I got the Pure Low Bob Alan, from the Soccer.com three-packs. Alan, we are there to watch Flamengo against Barcelona. I'm fully wearing my Flamengo jersey, and that's my only allegiance for the night. Oh, then I'm wearing a Man U jersey. What? Yeah, exactly. Wear, wear your own jersey. Screw it. Copy, copy. I mean, it's... Got a nice no Rooney jersey. A third-place team against an 11th-place team. It's going to be not exciting at all. Um, yeah. So bad, it? It's going to... Uh, yeah. We'll have fun. We'll have fun. Oh, I don't doubt it, but it's just going to be terrible, terrible to watch. Not fun. Not fun. It might not be terrible. You never know. Uh, it'll be terrible. It might nice could be one. could be a goodie. The last game John and I John mm. and I went to was a good game. We didn't win though. Didn't they lose like three two or something? Yeah, but it was good. Like, the last 15 minutes, there were three goals. I don't know. I think... We'll see. Yeah, we'll... I mean, yeah. We'll see Wednesday as we're opening packs and watching Flamengo against Barcelona. I'm not opening packs. Can't wait to watch But I will be watching the game. I just bring, like, a portable TV, John. Slap that right in front of your in front your, of your seat, Bob. And your PS5, just so you can you can get your placement game. No, nah, I can it. imagine it now. Flamengo scores a winner in the 90th, as like New York City FC wins the game in the 90th minute. <laughs> and John just goes. And the whole and the league. whole stadium's getting ready to smack him. I can't believe there are <sighs> actual like serious Red Bull fans out there. I'm I'm sorry if anybody is, but it's crazy to me. How I mean, I'm a I hope Red like Bull being a Donald fan. 
it, yeah, it's even. a little different. A little different. It's, it's like we've technically like won being, the regular season, so that we've won the supporter shield. It's the equivalent to the Audi Cup, the Tottenham one, bro. Come on, this is true. No, 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 no. Because like we're winning what what they're aiming for, like the regular season. We just have playoffs. No one is aiming for the regular season. Everyone wants the cup, and that's a. It's the only. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, US. technically speaking, they are winning the the league. Uh, I'm field. just saying it because I just don't think the Red Bulls style of soccer is actual MLS soccer. It's just terrible. It's just sad to watch. It's like watching SOF play Millennium. That's pretty much what's going to happen against NYCFC and, and the Red Bulls. It's going to be SOF against Millennium. Actually, it's going to be SOF against uh, what's the Washington Irving. That's a good game. Wait, what now? <laughs> said, SOF against I'm sorry. I'm getting like really, real anxious, Mateo. You got to stop that. <laughs> Just dead. terrible flashbacks. Horrible. Yeah, I'm what dying was it, right what now. Was the school? What was the school? Remembering sorry, those double numbers of eleven <laughs> and tens. And Yo, Joe. <laughs> What's the school? Into what, my was own the, net. what was the name of the school? <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the school that like? Was like winless your senior year? Like it was trash, trash. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us for this week's podcast. We are the football yeah. dads. <laughs> we never played wrestle up. I don't know. What, I don't know. What I went to uh, Brett and Rose's high school. Listen, bro, Alan probably played basketball, and all he would try. Bro, we were I was on the junior varsity basketball team. This man, Alan, was the. Bricker of threes. <laughs> Never that. You go look at my stats. What I, are you That man missed every three ever. I he was, was literally all he could do was a floater, bro. He was like the white Kevin Garnett. I was Garnett literally the good leading scorer our senior year. You hater, yeah, because you were just doing floaters. I was Yo, bro, what, was that, what was that school that you, you completely scuffed the shot one on one? Yo, what was that school where you missed seven threes in a row? Oh, I don't know. Never happened. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was on the SOF swim team. I... <laughs> I was, I was, Listen, Mateo was Mateo was our varsity soccer coach. So if anyone has some blame, it's him. This is true. I just not the tactics, on the yeah, the, the yeah, Mateo didn't play me a striker. Tactics just weren't good enough. I didn't play Liam in goal. I was on bench. Couldn't even score one in a row. I had to carry him to his goal. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you—that's what you should have been doing all season. But we only had one chance to do that, you know. And look what happened. You carried me. Exactly. Exactly. Literally, because you were broken. If well, what was the name of that school, though? All kidding aside, it, Abdul is still a, a SOF's historical leading uh, red card holder. <laughs> and a Pier 40 icon card. I don't think, I, I don't think anyone else ever got a red for SOF. Pier 40 icon. Yeah, <laughs> First of all, he has a 40-year-old card that has a Pier 40 Yes, Abdul, but that's the problem. I don't, I don't remember anybody else having a red card. This is true. Insane. Literally, not even during the run of play, the game was over, and he still got the run. <laughs> yeah, not not on SOF. What about the the league? If you look it up now, you'll probably see a bunch. No, we're I talking SOF. We're talking SOF. Oh, in our time there, I don't remember anyone else ever getting a red except for you. You're the only one. Yeah. You were an icon, Abdul. That's all it is. I am. That's the fact. I got a yellow because I was lazy and I hit the ball with my hand. I'll never forget that. I was like, I, I, I'm just stopping this play. I remember I got a yellow for jumping on the wall and my hand went up 
to jump up and I hit my hand and he gave me a yellow and I was like, cool. And then I had to go to the sideline because that was a rule in and, high school that when you got yeah, a yellow, you had to go to the sideline and sit there for like two minutes. Dumbest thing I've I ever seen I never picked up life. a yellow. I, uh, what? <laughs> never picked up a yellow card. It says the man yeah, bro, never, played never played a high school soccer game for SOF. You. This is true. <laughs> but still zero, zero yellow cards for me. Yep. Zero reds. No no goals conceded. I missed either. out on the Pier 40 Heroes card, though. No, nah, no goals conceded about that either stuff. for Allen in, in his SOF career. Yeah, I got a perfect clean sheet record, too. Exactly. Damn well, no, I wasn't going to score assist. <laughs> All right, Liam, take us out of here. No? All right, everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap up that <laughs> another episode of Football Dads. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you learned. We hope you laughed. We heard, We hope you cried. Well, maybe not that one. But uh, what? We hope we caused emotions. We hope you have a great night. We hope you Bro, have a I'm great a morning. Drama. We hope you have a great day. All hail the eternal Vinicius Jr. All Yo, all what was the name of Milan. Oh my God, Alan. Try- let it go. Alan, no, no one knows. No one they cares, no one knows. Us. No, 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 no. They played us in volleyball, and I was talking to somebody about it, and I can't remember the name. What's the name of that school? We'll figure it out. Uh, I they believe they beat Marcus. SOF at Soccer FC. That's probably their name. It was something Rustin. That Bi- was it. Bi- I got Rustin, it now. Bayern Rustin, Bayern Rustin, Bayern Munich, yes, same yes. thing. Yeah, right, Bayern Munich. Lewandowski. Have a good day. It was the New York Flamingos. <laughs>